Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Irina Alexander with Motive Action. She is with the Academy of Motive Action. Welcome, Irina. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn about Motive Action. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Motive Action is the Academy of Neuroscience tools and techniques that help people to uh, reprogram their mindset, especially specializing uh, working with business owners. Now, I am I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's a combination of motivation and taking action? Absolutely. You're 100% correct. What happens is a lot of times people go to different events or taking courses and they become extremely motivated. However, what they are lacking is actually taking action, massive inspired action. And that's why it was created is not only theory, it's actually practical tools that you can implement right now to get the results you want. Now, why do you think it is in human behavior that uh, it's easy for them to get fired up and rah-rah and let's go, you know, take the hill, but it's hard for them to take that first baby step to begin. Uh, there are probably a few reasons. Uh, human beings are <laughs> very interesting creatures, and we tend to overthink a lot of times. And that overthinking and trying to make everything perfect create certain way of procrastination. And the longer you think, the more fear you have towards taking action. And I think that's one of the things why people not taking action is actually being afraid. They have certain beliefs. And the longer the way the way it is, the less motivation they have. Now, is it something that um, it's great if this idea is in my head, but as soon as I bring it into the real world, now I'm going to be judged of, hey, this might fail. I might not be as good as I think I am. Uh, there's a lot of negative things that may happen. And, and people kind of dwell on that instead of imagine all the possibilities uh, that could happen and all the good things that might happen. Yes. So most of the people, they have, unfortunately, a uh, broken mindset. They focus on what's not working or what might go wrong. And therefore, they actually have a lack of communication. So how to communicate those things or how to make them work. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely uh, a challenge for a lot of people. What they will say, you know, there is some limited beliefs, limited decisions. Uh, perfectionism is one of them, making everything perfect. And I love to give an example of uh, a lot of us have Apple phones, right? iPhones. <laughs> and that's the least, you know, perfect uh, phone because what they do, they give us updates every so often. 
So they launched on perfect, non-perfect product, and then they just make it better and better every time. Nobody cares about that. However, you know, when people are trying to launch their product or service, they're trying to make everything perfect and what others will think or what if it will not work and they just have their focus instead of what they want. They're focusing on everything that might go wrong. Now, I find it interesting that humans um, a lot of time don't give themselves an, enough grace and uh, they'll give grace to other people or people they know they'll have an excuse for them. But for themselves, they don't give themselves much grace. Like they hold themselves almost to a higher standard. That is definitely true. Maybe because we we were raised that way. Maybe because we were not taught to be kind <laughs> to ourselves. There's always that race of being more, having more. And nothing is wrong with that, wanting more, however, appreciating what you have and living in the moment versus always, you know, running towards something and not appreciating things you have is might be a challenge in life. Now, what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in this kind of work? Uh, I, uh, moved to United States over 12 years ago and I opened my business in two years. I reached top 1.6% of all women owned businesses. And with that kind of success came, uh, breakdown failure. Like I was burnt out. And what I realized that, you know, no money worse to your mental health and stability. And I got into figuring out like, why is it happening to me? I had that uh, thinking that everything is against me. Like why, why are employees not doing what I'm telling them to do? So I got into researching what's out there and what I realized that the biggest constraint in business is actually me, myself my belief set, my mindset. And from exiting my business, uh, I decided to help others to be successful and to avoid, you know, learn on my mistakes, to avoid those pitfalls of burning out and being in charge of your life and business and not being a victim of circumstances. Now, what were some of the clues or breadcrumbs that you found that helped you realize that, hey, I might be onto something here? Uh, honestly, the, you know, when you do the change work, when you are changing your mindset and people around me kind of saying like, hey, you're a different person. Like, you know, a lot of people will have a quit quit already and like how are you so strong how you keep pushing forward so all for me it was a feedback from my family and friends who kind of pointed out that hey you're actually changing and you are happier you're more calm <laughs> you do not work 24 7 you can finally hang out with us so the feedback from outside world was the uh, kind of my uh, my way of realizing that 
I'm a, I am actually changing. I am sleeping at night. I'm not worried 24-7 anymore. Now, do you find that folks, as they evolve in their business uh, kind of journey, they get to a point where the work is important, but that legacy is more important? You know, unfortunately not. And I wish more people would have that bigger picture in thinking about leaving a legacy. But a lot of people went and opened, started their business because they tired to work for somebody else. They thought that they can do better. They are going to be their own boss. And what they didn't realize is that they created another job for them. They're probably making less money and they're working more and they have more headache. And they just in a day-to-day activity and operations, and they're not thinking about future anymore. So when I come and start working with businesses, that's where we focus. Like we are starting with the end in mind. What are you here for? What what is not only about product or service, but how overall you're helping others with your service and product? And what's the, the end goal? And always, you know, what's the 100-year goal? Like, do you want to pass it to your kids or you want to sell it and things like that? Now, um, in order to get an answer that's close closer to the truth, it takes a lot of trust uh, between you both. How do you um, kind of create that environment where there is trust, where the person is going to tell you the truth? Because a lot of times if you ask me, oh, what's my goal Oh, to make money? You know, like it's it's going to be kind of a superficial answer. It's not going to be kind of the the truth behind the answer. You know, by working with people, you learn to read people. And there are tools and techniques uh, through uh, neurolinguistic where you establish rapport and asking the right questions, really digging down and being honest, like, hey, is it the real answer or is it just <laughs> you saying that because you don't want to get to a real answer? So overall, just establishing good rapport and it's a process as we work uh, together for a few weeks or a month. The more we get to know each other, the more people open up. So it's not like immediately you start with like, hey, where you want to be in 100 years. For some people, it's important to know why you're asking certain questions. So in explaining to them why it's important to know, sharing my own story and saying, hey, I'm not just a coach who thinks I know everything because I know I don't. And I've been where you've been. I've been in that roller coaster with uh, employees, profit, loss, equipment, and so on, and just relating to them. Now, has there been a time, you mentioned, uh, you know, kind of the ups and downs of your of your entrepreneurial journey. Has, has there been a time when you attempted something and that you got an outcome that uh, maybe wasn't what you expected, but it was wonderful nevertheless? Um, you know, first thing that comes to mind is, uh, networking, right? 
So in order for me to grow my business, I decided to do networking. It was pre-COVID and we have in the city where I live, you probably could network two to four times a day. So I took all of my free time or I made time to go to those networking events. And honestly, that was the last thing I wanted to do, which means it was exactly what I needed to do. Meet people, introduce myself, uh, work through my own fears in a certain way. And what I realized that not only it helped to grow business, might not be as fast as I wanted to, but I made so many great connections I made so many friends that something that I didn't think would happen. I really build genuine connections with people that are less in a life, uh, turn into a lifetime friendship. So that's something that was not easy. <laughs> something that I didn't go for. I was there simply to increase sales. And while sales did increase, maybe not as fast as I wanted. I met so many wonderful people and connected to them. And that's a great lesson for folks out there uh, when it comes to your growing your own business is, you know, sometimes you have to get outside your comfort zone and sometimes you have to reevaluate what are the metrics that matter. Uh, I mean, if you were just judging your actions on how many dollars did I generate, you may not be, uh, you know, thrilled over the top. But if you measured on how many quality friends and relationships I have, you probably hit a home run. So it's important to measure the right things. Absolutely. And seeing the right things, focusing on right things, you know, once again, back to the uh, beginning of our conversation, what are you focusing on? Are you seeing that? What everything that is going wrong, or you're actually focusing on the great things and finding a way to improve certain things that might not go as good as you thought they would. So now walk me through what it's like to be part of this Academy of Motive Action. Um, how does someone kind of get involved and what are some of the things they can expect when they do? So Academy of Motive Action is a training for entrepreneurs and thought leaders. As of right now, we have trainings uh, usually quarterly in at our location uh, in Texas, or we can also travel. And it's either a four-day or a seven-day uh, training that is almost like 10 hours long. I know it sounds crazy, but in order for to reprogram the way you think and have direct implementation into your life and business, we're kind of taking you out of your environment and reprogramming and learning new tools and techniques and immediately practicing them so you can then leave the facility or leave your office or wherever it is and uh, implement it in your life to create the success you want or life you want. So it's something that uh, when they work with you, they're coming to you in person in real life. It's not virtual. It's not an online course. This is something that happens uh, in real life in real time. Correct. It is a live trainings uh, that uh, we uh, organize because that's what, especially after COVID, that's what uh, people have been missing is actually being in person 
uh, feeling the energy, <laughs> getting your hands on tools and techniques and practice them with real people. Now, um, if you could give some advice for our listeners right now, that an action that they could take right now today, what would that be? Something that would move the needle a little bit in their business? Uh, I would say sit down and write down on a scale one to 10, pick one area of your life or business and rate it on a scale one to 10. And for example, if it's five, then you're missing five more points to being at the highest point of 10. So what I want you to do after you rate yourself and know that five points are missing, for each of those, I want you to write down what haven't you been doing or you have been doing that is preventing you from being at 10. Does it make sense? Yeah, so you're just kind of assessing what is the cause of it, but it, you're not doing anything to take action to change anything just yet. You're just evaluating and you're saying, okay, if I did these things, then I could get to 10. Correct. Well, it's not even to do it or not to do it. Is First thing is to realize what it is. You can't take action towards something that you know you don't know. So you have to be clear. In order to be clear, you need to figure out what is the root cause. And if like I'm saying, I'm at my house, for example, at eight and not in 10, what is what is I have not been doing or doing for me not being at 10? Well, I've been eating ice cream, for example, (laughs) once a week or every night. So I know now that, okay, this is the cause of me not being at 10. And next step is going to be a choice. Are you ready to take to make a choice to change it? Yeah, that's so, a, that, and that's what motive action is about. And that's an important distinction because I think a lot of time people in their head are afraid, and if you actually write it down or say it out loud it kind of takes some of the scariness away from it. You can see, oh, if I do these 14 things, then my life will be better. So why don't I just start working on these 14 things instead of this kind of um, vague, not thought, cloudy um, kind of pollution in my head that is saying, oh, I wish I was this. But if you start saying, well, why am I not this? Here's the 14 things that I could be doing that maybe I could be closer to that, it it becomes more practical and tangible. It gives me a path to go on as opposed to just this feeling of fear and anxiety. Absolutely, because life will not get better by chance. It will get better by choice, change, and action. So it's, it's very important to make a choice to change and then take massive action. Good stuff. Well, if somebody wants to learn more about the Academy of Motive Action, where should they go? Uh, they can go to academyofmotiveaction.com or simply book a call with me, bookirina.com. And I will be happy to answer any questions and tell you more or learn about you and how, how you can succeed in life and business and get what you want. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 